Welcome back. <laughs> I think that's the is for me, maybe? That is you. Of course it is yeah. for you, man. I have I missed to you. Do this alone. I know. I feel bad every time you do it. No, you know, it's weird. Uh, I wish you could see how I do the intro and the outro. I pace the house. Yeah, either that or you like you're like, hey Brennan, it's it's oh I, I, no, you're not there. I talked to Shankly is who I, I like I have him sitting there and I gave him a beard and everything, the glasses. Nice. So nice. yes. Yeah, he wears the headset, so I don't know how the, the levels are. Um but no, it's great to have you back. Dude, we've you've been busy, like you've been busy. And then mm, right yes. back in yeah. town, we survived yeah. a hurricane. And yes, holy shit, that's right. We can yeah. talk about that. Yeah. Uh, okay, well we're alive. There you go. Yeah, that, we that's survived. over. <laughs> so there with that. Um, <laughs> let's let's talk. Some things in the past. Uh, some things to recap on. Uh, podcast is doing great. Absolutely. Um, let's get into it. Let's talk about it. What happened Saturday, dude? Let's just yeah. yeah let's start let's, with the thank you. Yes. Right. Um, local brews, local grooves. Yep. At the House of Blues, uh, we met. So many people. So we were asked by uh, the House of Blues uh, at Disney Springs to go ahead and host their uh, their 20th of the Local Brews, Local Grooves. And man, did we meet some amazing musicians. We met some amazing fans and we made some new fans. And yeah. uh, it was rad. It was, it was so... It was really beautiful to have people <laughs> come up and be like, yo, I've been listening since day one. That... That was awesome. That, that was, was really awesome. cool. Yeah, having Dave said, like, uh, this guy Dave we met just was yeah. like, I've been listening since day one. I'm like, holy cow. And he knew the brewers, like, that we talked to, and he's been doing it for a while. And then just the new people. Um, this girl, uh, this woman, Lisa, had her birthday, and she's like, all right, put put it in my phone, and we had to learn Google. Happy and, birthday. Uh, happy birthday, Lisa. Uh, it was awesome. Uh, it was great to host it we were in between bands uh giving information about the bands we did a little mock interview with uh with bobby bowen from bowegan so that was cool to have him there up on stage with that uh there are pictures on the instagram on facebook we're gonna be doing more of these which we're very honored uh but at the same time it's opening up doors yeah it is opening up doors so uh speaking of bobby bowen so, Bowiegans is putting on something on October 7th, and this is going to be in Central Florida, guys. And uh, October 7th, we have the Central Florida Top Brewer Beer Festival. So, it is a beer festival, uh, but it is like Top Chef. And what this is going to be on October 7th from 1 to 5, you could catch us at Lake Concord Park. And that is uh, Lake, Concord, Lake Concord Park. Just do that. Florida 32707 is the zip code. Um, find us there October 7th from 1 to 5. Uh, being the hosts, and also I'm a judge of this, um, so which is crazy. It is crazy. No, I'm just it is. It is. I have crazy. questions. So, what is this event? So, what this event feels like is it, it's it's Top Chef. So, what Bobby did is he came up with this idea, and he's asking 23 brewers, breweries, yeah, and yeah. brewers. Okay. So, what they get is one grain, one hop, and one ingredient, being you know like a strawberry rhubarb sure. or okay. grape, you know grape. Wow, good job, Wayne. But, uh, you know, something that they get to. So it's kind of like a draft order. So they already picked their draft. Yeah. Uh, you can find that on Facebook. But what this is going to be is kind of be like I would be the Alton Brown of this, being like, all right, so what what hop did you use? And oh what, what ingredient did you good. get? So you get me on crack on camera or like how we're filming it but then also a judge so guys you get to be participate in it as well 23 breweries a shit ton that have been on this podcast yeah. so you have anywhere from red cypress dead lizard broken strings black cauldron cask and larder intracoastal hourglass deadly sins uh, central 28 they're all going to be there but then also other ones that are 
about to open up, which I sure. think it's great that Bobby's giving these guys some time to do that. Deviant Wolf's going to be there. Toll Road's going to be there. Tactical's going to be there. Sun Creek. Dee's brothers are going to be there. Guys who haven't even opened up yet. He's even getting Bug Nutty to come in from Merritt Island. Amazing. Dude, so that's, it sounds that's, like it's going to be old friends, new friends. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. And we get to entertain and meet you guys at this. So if, yeah. if you are honestly going, that doesn't sound like fun. What? This is like top chef, man. This is rad. You get to see the brilliance that these guys go, oh, shit. I got, I got, uh, I'm trying to think of like the worst fruit in the world. Uh, what is a smelly one? Durant, like uh, maybe Durant, you know, something yeah. like that. And have to make genius out of it. So I'm yeah. so excited. I'm so excited to see what this is going to be. Again, October 7th, uh, it is your Central Florida Top Brewer Beer Festival. So, that sounds yeah, amazing. I Dude, looking forward to that. That's right. going to be awesome. And uh, so that is a huge announcement. We kind of said that on Sunday that we would have a huge announcement. But we said we'd announce that Monday. So you probably know that's already coming up because we announced it Monday. So beautiful. Yeah. Dude, that's amazing. Yeah. Um, things are so good with What Ails Yet. And, and again, just to reiterate, like, come on out and hang out yeah. at the next one. Like, yeah. We have the most fun when we get to meet the listeners and just shake the out. shit, drink yeah. beer, have yeah. fun. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah, you guys were really good to us, and it was really funny to laugh the whole time because it's just fun to hear your thoughts of the podcast. And yeah. we go, oh, really? Like, we don't think about this stuff. We record it, we put it out, and you guys have stories. And it's like, oh, yeah. shit, that's right. You have your own stories of yeah. how you listen, right. when you're listening, and like which brewer that you are like really excited to meet some of you so it's like awesome good good you don't have to be nervous anymore now you have something to talk to them about and i love hearing that that you've given me something to talk to them about yeah awesome good Dude, that's, that's what we're amazing. here for let's get into today's episode yeah so uh this one this one is kind of um Dude, I I really am still having hearts pinging over my head with Bob Sylvester. Yeah. I loved where I was when I went over down there towards the Tarpon Springs area. And so I said, you know, uh, did some research over there. We want to hit Dunedin, but I think that's still going to be like a a whole day where you and I just go and record maybe two one day and then two the yeah. next day. Yeah. Uh, that's not going to be a theme park for us. So I said, who is doing amazing things? Who has a lot of beers on tap that's their own and has been around for a bit and whose name is popping up? And Stilt House is who it is. Yeah. And uh, I, I know Clinton's name from uh, Rap Brewing, from Greg. He's told me, like, his past people that work there. So when I heard that name, Clinton, I was like, oh, my God, wait, I know that name. Yeah. And going back to some of the conversations we had, forget it. I said, that's it. Let's go to Stilt House. Yeah. One that really isn't on everybody's radar because it is only four miles up north from Dunedin. So when you talk about Dunedin, you're talking about, obviously, Greg. You're talking about Seven Sun. But you you don't tend to think that, oh, well, if you keep going north, there is this There's impact Palm Harbor, of other right? yeah, yeah. Of breweries out there. And yeah. I said, you know what? Let's start up there and head our way down. Yeah. Yeah. Give these guys the, the first to talk, and then we'll go into Dunedin soon. And we will. Guys, we're going to go over into Dunedin soon, we promise. We teased you last week with Seven Sun, having Justin on there. And I love that Tiffany Bailey said... And she caught me on it that we will have Devin Kreps next year in the Dunedin Seventh Sun. So uh, we will do that. Uh, yeah. So I reached out to Clinton and awesome. I was just like, "Why don't Why don't we come in your way?" And he's like, "Really? Yeah. Please, please do." And uh, this is gonna be fun. This is gonna be a lot of fun because I've been wanting to. I love that trip to Tampa, and you just go a little further out west by the beaches. 
it's it's nice out there. Dude, so well, let's do it. That sounds yeah, amazing. Yeah, see what they have to offer. So surprise, you're home. Yeah, we're, we're going out. We're, to our, we're now hitting the, the road car. again. So uh, so yeah, we're gonna we're gonna head out there. Uh, really excited to see what's going on. I have no idea who's on the mic besides Clinton. So kind of just said, hey, let us know if there's other people. Yeah. Let's let's just shoot the shit and see what happens. So sweet. Uh, yeah, let's head in. All right, guys, going in. So how did you guys do with the storm? This is our first uh, interview since uh, Hurricane Irma. Yes. Irma. We actually, um, everybody was freaking out a little bit. Yeah. But we we did sandbag the front yeah. and put tarps down, that kind of stuff. We weren't so concerned with the back because we have the drainage in okay, the, the brewhouse floor. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we are a little bit sloped off, so it wasn't really a big deal for that. Knock on wood, we had no damage whatsoever to any portion of the building. Yeah. Um, we did do 250 gallons of water. We chilled down for any of the local neighborhoods that lost water. It. Yeah. Good for you guys. That's awesome. That's yeah, a lot, of, a lot of breweries did that. I mean, if you looked on the uh, Halfway There site um, for Beer Week, yeah. a lot of breweries were contributing and taking care of it. I love that. Okay, good. Same with Orlando. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 10, 10 yeah, there's like first. there was like ten breweries that did that, and I Same. think it was a great idea just to take care of their patrons. Um, but we chilled it down to thirty eight degrees. Gave them if they if they lost water, they can come here and get. That's awesome. Yeah, and it was triple filtered, so it was yeah, water exactly here. right. So you're getting cleaner water here yeah. Yeah. than you were drinking at home. So. Yeah, it's definitely better than the stuff yeah. the city gives you. That's for sure. <laughs> better than what's in your Dasani <laughs> bottle. As I'm drinking. Hey guys, we are sponsored this week by Dasani. Yes, um, but yeah, actually this is. With Aquafina that you get here, uh, this was probably like the last of the bottles that were available in our area. So you could see what water is more popular in Orlando by what was left when the storm was coming. Yep. So everybody's like, you just see Aquafina, then Dasani's left, and people are like, yeah, I think I'll fill up the bathtub instead. <laughs> so. Well, all of us, we um, before it all happened, we filled up carboys and fermenter buckets and took them home. Mm-hmm. Smart. So if we ever had to flush toilets yeah. or drink from or whatever, yeah, we had water. Say, I've got 12 gallons on hand now because we yeah. have four other storms out right <laughs> really? now. I know. Like, we don't know where they're yeah. going. Like, we oh, have uh, Maria. Maria's on her way. Yeah, oh. she's hanging out for a while and knock on wood, which I can't do because we're recording. But uh, yeah, please, please, Maria, stay away from us. Cause yeah, unfortunately, she's making a beeline for Miami. Is she really? Yeah. Oh, that sucks. Okay, never mind. Because I was like, oh, hopefully she'll go. Well, hopefully to, like, she'll go Carolina. out to the water and get tired and fall yeah, out. That's what we want. I would yeah, love that. And then uh, how about personally at home, everything okay? Uh-huh. Power outages? No or... damage, just limbs down. Yeah, no yeah limbs down fences. Just normal, and luckily FEMA is covering that, so I just threw everything on the front, front yard. That's what we did, yeah. They're yeah. supposed to come start picking it up today. So, yeah, luckily I still have a roof. I have a convertible house. Yeah. Really? I was, it, I was, I was scared. I was scared shitless, man. I was just like, there was points where, I mean, it was a long storm this guy was in wisconsin like brennan was like bye uh, he was like <laughs> he was actually supposed to drive back were you not yeah. supposed to drive back that day or something like yeah. that we or choice either drive into the storm or wait, or out. wait it out he was like peace out bitches i'm, yeah, I'm staying bye. i'm staying in one of the There's rectangles plenty of beer in wisconsin yep. so you know. I'm, oh. ha- <laughs> I'm hanging out in one of the rectangle states i'm gonna stay there until it's over <laughs> i just found out about wisconsin beer um god what was that last month now yeah. or three weeks three weeks four weeks first time in wisconsin I had uh, the cheese curds. Uh, basically, mm-hmm. slept in New Glarus Brewery. I was really Naturally. in their, <laughs> like in their backyard. So I got to stay in New Glarus, and uh, that was awesome. It they're, was awesome. They're an amazing brewery. Yeah, they're clean awesome. man. There is not one ounce of dust 
anywhere in that place. Like I, I dare someone to try to find some. It was because they hire they hire guys that do nothing but clean exterior that's it. fermenters that is and it. floors. Yeah, I, I couldn't believe it. There's just like the people walking, you know, like behind them. They have like a duster behind them. We have like, we have a we have a phenomenal. Um, maintenance guy, we call him the maintenance guy right now. We're up, cat. we're up, we're up training him. Yeah, there's a story behind that too. Love we're up training man. him to be a cellarman, but he is the most meticulous, attention to detail person I've ever met in my life. Um, he will, if you tell him to wear a pink tutu, stand on one foot, and scrub this fermenter for five hours, he would do it. He would do it. That's he awesome. is, he is absolutely amazing. It's Austin is one of our guys. Cool. I like um, that. But he does that too. So he handles. All the exterior cleaning, all the floor stuff, and Dakota is up training him to become a cellarman. Nice. I'm not. I'm not one of those guys where I feel like, um, as the head brewer, I'm going to hold all this information because I'm intimidated or worried about him taking my job. Yeah. Right. My job is to become better every day, mm-hmm. where I am valuable to any brewery that I work with, um, and I feel like the more I train them, the more that they get. We are a better team, and I think and this place make, is here to stay. And right? we make, yes, oh yeah, and we make a we make a better beer because of it, because I have no worries when he is doing something. I don't even I don't even look over his shoulder anymore. I don't have to worry about what he's doing because I trained him the way I wanted him to do it, and he does it exactly the way I want it. Right. So I don't feel the need to look over it the same way with Austin. Austin does exactly what we want, and so all three of us work together like a seamless. Low. And Dakota, how long did it take you to kind of learn everything? Uh, um, well, I actually, I, uh, I started as kind of an intern here. Um, okay. He actually found me at the bar. Um, a buddy <laughs> okay. of mine that had lived with me for a while was a uh, in training to be a brewer and was going to school for it. And I honestly didn't even like craft beer until three years ago. What were you doing at the bar? Like, what were you? Um, I had just started... Uh, drinking beer basically okay. and going around and like kind of getting you were doing involved untapped. in craft and I was checking everything into untapped at the okay. time <laughs> so they, like, uh, it was trying to keep hobby. track of like what yeah. was going on because it was all so new and uh, I came in here because I had had their beer somewhere else and was like yeah let's go check it out it's right by the house okay and um, we actually ended up at a different brewery who had done a collaboration with Stilt House okay. and it was the only beer on tap that I liked and so immediately we came down here and I was checking in a beer and got to talking with him and was like you know I just want to get in the industry and um, it kind of developed into him offering me to come in and brew with him okay. just to see if I liked it. And I came back every single day. And did you have that beautiful beard? I did. Yes. <laughs> you did? I, I, so I've, this I've been... didn't grow based on craft beer. No, no. Okay. It's, uh, yeah. I, I was pre-established in uh, the, the beard. <laughs> okay. um, we have, we have I've no since idea. then just let it go, though, because it, it just, you know, nobody questions me if I have a big beard. When I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. I work at a brewery. Yeah, like, exactly. It makes sense. Of course, yes. Um, but uh, I, I did cellarman duties for roughly six months under Clinton give or take, and then I started trying to grab those duties and kind of take them onto my own person and and make them mine so that he wouldn't have to do them. And uh, in the back of my head, it was really just once I gathered enough duties, I could go to them and be like, cool, I'm already trained. I'd, I'd like a job. Yeah. And uh, so it took roughly six months until I was comfortable doing the cellarman duties on my own. And uh, of course, with backup, being on hand with Clinton nearby and everything. And it just kind of developed from there, and uh, now I'm actually starting to do some of the assistant brewing and stuff. So I help Good him brew you. a couple days a week, and then you know this and that, and uh, it's just it's developed from there. So I'm coming up on um, close year, to year and a half. Yeah, year nice. and a half coming up on two years in February. Okay. Uh, that I will have been working here full time, and I did pretty much like a year of internship, and then I started full time cellarman, and 
Now my name's on the door, so they can't get rid of me. <laughs> no, you're, you're stuck. So let's let's get into the beginning. Uh, yes. Clint, Clint, where are you from? Where's where was home? Northern Indiana, Kokomo. Nor- Co- Kokomo. Kokomo. Like, Indiana, as, like, like the Beach Boys. The song. Beach Boys song. It's called the same. <laughs> yes. So, um, but not there, the island there paradise. Is no, they promised though. I yeah. promise you, there is no beach there. So okay, so what's crazy about Kokomo? I, I do do my research. The only thing that I know about this place, um, which is crazy, Ryan White. Uh, yes. 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 Ryan so White. this is where he was from. Yeah. Uh, AIDS activist. Uh, AIDS yeah. Activist, yeah. 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 And that was huge in my time. I'm 42. So Ryan White was big when I was. Me are too. you? You're 42. 42. And so exactly. yeah, the whole that whole story was. It was massive. It was, it was right like, in our high school. Yeah. Age. Exactly. Yep. So learning about this kid and like being kicked out of school and everything, and I remember just uh, something Ryan White. The second I saw that, I I just time traveled back and I was like, dude, that was such. Like that opened up so much when it came to HIV and AIDS. I and forgot, I was like, I forgot yeah. about that cat until you just brought that up. Really? Yeah. So was, when did you leave Kokomo? When was like how long I, were you there for then? I joined the army uh, at age eighteen. Okay. Um, so I left in nineteen ninety. I graduated ninety three. Obviously, same as you. Yeah. Um, and I left in ninety four. So I've been. I was there my entire childhood okay. up till age eighteen. Um, yeah, he was probably like ninth grade ish. Yeah, yeah. When yeah. that all when that all kind of happened. Yeah, I remember going to Hollywood Hills High, and then I was just moving to a new school, and I was like, man. I'm he in was a new school. he was in the school probably five miles from me. Really? Yeah, we had uh, four high schools in my town, and he was the one five miles away. Is it a big town, or was it just like how many? What was the population? A lot of humans. Not a big town. Fifty thousand, sixty thousand. Yeah, 000. probably. Okay. Um, geographically, not very large. Just a lot of humans because yeah. there is a. Um, production plant for GM cars. That makes sense. Doko. Okay, right. Doko yeah. was there and um, there was a lot of humans there working. But yeah, he was in the school next to us. That's so crazy. And I remember going to wrestling matches and stuff at that school and um, everybody talked about him, of course. That is so interesting that it, like, it pops up and then you're just like, yeah, you have you that did, history though. You, you just totally opened a page in my book that I <laughs> no. forgot all about. And anything else in there? Like what else does Kokomo do? Or is that, was that it? Like you, you live there, you're in some kind of production or like, you know, industry work or. Oh no, I, um. Or what, so what did mom and dad do? So what did they do up there in Kokomo? My father owns, uh, four, I was a landlord's son. Okay. My father owned 14 houses. So wow. I've been a um, carpenter pretty much my entire life, which lends very well to what I do now. Um, because when things break here, I'm the guy that has to fix it. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> All right. the way down to the sink in the bathroom. <laughs> I, um, That's a nice sink, by the way. Yeah, I love the, those faucets are awesome. Awesome. Yeah. The wife would be like, all right, how do we get these? A lot of, a lot of people compliment our bathrooms. Yes. Uh, once they figure out the motion-activated light switches, and mm-hmm. even though I put on the door... <laughs> motion activated light switches people still stand in the doorway and look for a light switch and i can't tell you how many times people are in the bathroom and you just see a head poking out yeah like, there's no light I'm yeah like, i promise i you tested take two it steps. i took yes it took me two <laughs> steps to walk in and just go that was easy yeah and or if it's a big step you know it was easy it once you right get to, on it's right in the center of the room so if you take two steps in it will turn on we promise i felt like as soon as i got past where the door opens you know you open the door and it was like all right so it's gonna close behind me it was open i mean the light turned on so i yeah. i guess i could we, see we it. Did, i don't know we put a lot of, we put a lot of time into those bathrooms and um i think they're very pretty and a lot of people they compliment are, on, they on are beautiful bathrooms yeah i like beautiful bathrooms yeah because <laughs> nobody that's, wants that's what a brewery wants to be known for you know bathrooms <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but oddly so, enough it's like a, it's it's one of the like 
talking points when you go to a yeah. really because if it is a nice bathroom you all can oh you yeah, stay there. there they took a lot of time with that yeah because <laughs> so, this this used to actually be a scuba shop oh at, okay hence the reason that you see all the beautiful murals uh, you listeners at home can't see those obviously we'll get but photos. there are um <laughs> there are a lot of really painstaking murals on the walls on the south side of our brewery i like the sunken everywhere. pirate ship and uh What's yeah. behind me? I'm looking behind me to see what coral I have. I love the the trophy, by the way. Yeah, our trivia trophy. <laughs> I'm ready to win that. Um, Every by Tuesday. the front door, I made a sticker that's about 40 inches, 48 inches tall, and it's a scuba diver, and I use the fire extinguisher as his tank. Okay. Okay. Um, not many people have mo- noticed it lately. Mm-hmm. I I haven't heard very many comments about it. Even your sound guy is looking at it right now like he doesn't even know. He <laughs> yeah, hasn't seen no, it. I didn't even. So no, I yeah. didn't at all. So. Yeah. I saw I saw it on Pinterest. I will say I took it from them, but I put a sticker on the wall and put that on there. I thought it was a really kind of cheeky way to I have to see it now. to yeah. implement our scuba divers. See, I'm still happy to see Crystal Castles here, Millipede, Asteroids. This yeah, is my, we have a, Tempest was one of my favorite games where I remember it goes in a circular motion. I am a video game. These are all freak. These are all quarter yeah. free. This is a video game machine stand up. Okay, yeah. awesome. So you don't pay for it. You we literally just flip it on when yeah. we open. It's all the '80s and '90s video yes. games that we played. That's me. And they're all free here in our war room. I love it. Uh, I, somebody now just told me that uh, it's fifty cents to play video games now, and I'm like, damn. I'm oh old. wow. I'm old. Oh yeah, it's no I'm longer old. quarter games. I was like, damn, I hate it. So, uh, what brought you to the army? Why, like, you were just like, did you want to get out of Kokomo? Were you done when you graduated? I had a, I had a wrestling scholarship to Indiana, Indiana University, and I honestly did not know what I wanted to be in life. Didn't discover it till I was 35 when I found beer. Um, so I decided not to take the scholarship. Okay. And I figured the Army would show me who I wanted to be, and they did. Nice. Um, so it wasn't like I was trying to get out of the town. It was just gave me a direction, gave me some structure that I still use today. Um, and the right term to use, is it stationed? Like, were you... Stationed, That's yeah, what I would I, say. So, where were you stationed? Where did where'd you have to move to? My first duty station was South Korea. Okay. I was 13 miles off the DMZ, hence the reason I can still read and write mm-hmm. Korean, because I... That is your handwriting, correct? That, would you that is my that? handwriting. Okay. If you look on the brewer's tab, every tap is, is actually labeled in Korean, so when we ask him what on, what's on tap, he's like, well, you can read it. It's right there. <laughs> I wrote it out. Well, we did that because <laughs> we didn't want... Um, someone just walking up and start grabbing beers. Sure, of course. You know, just some patron or whatever. Yeah. That's our tap, you know, our tap for our for our beers. Um, but I just wanted to do something a little cheeky, like I said, for for us. Um, and then, but I do it also to practice, so I can still, Keep I can it. still, yeah, I can still read and write fluently. And I was probably sixty percent fluent speaking when I left. Okay. Um, after that, I went to Fort Campbell, Kentucky, and jumped out of some helicopters. For a while and then got out in 98 and um did a few things it okay for a few years and then work <clears throat> actually worked in the financial services industry um which i hope to never go back to right i don't think you have to i hope not i hope not I like um so. <laughs> at age 35 i found what is now the debunked um brew garden that okay. was over on mcmullen booth mm-hmm. if anybody remembers that Walked in there, asked the, the beer tender for a Mick Ultra, and they laughed at me. And they started handing me beers that I've never heard of before. 
lighter and, to step you up to yeah try. no she See, went funny is i didn't the, know that you were a mick ultra drinker before i was a mick ultra drinker oh. yeah this is what happens in interviews yeah, learns the truth yeah. comes out yeah <laughs> yeah the beer tender that was there um she actually handed me a terrible and a double grimbergen which are two of my favorite beers nice. in the world right okay, now good um and at that point i was like wow beer can taste like this are you kidding me? Is it because you have a soft spot? Is that what it is? Like, those are your favorite yeah, beers. You're like, are, that's what started me. That's what started me. Yeah, that literally started yeah. me. And then um, I joined, shortly after that, I joined Pub Guild, Pinellas Urban Brewers Guild. Okay. It's a homebrew club that I've yeah. been part of. I'm one of the officers, or I was one of the officers for them. Um, and started homebrew. And I went to, they had a group brew day, which we do very often, mm-hmm. in Beer and Winemakers Pantry parking lot. I was just driving down. I was going to Lowe's to pick up something. I don't know. Saw these guys, pulled over, started asking dumb questions. Sounded very interesting to me. I was like, okay, I'm buying a kit right now. So I walked in there, bought a homebrew kit, started literally brewing the next day. Started started doing extract kits in my garage. I'm like, I freaking love this. This is awesome. I I can turn water into beer. Are you kidding me? So wait, beer didn't bring you to Tampa. No. Uh, beer didn't bring you to Florida. No. What did? What, what, what made you move out here? I literally drove off post from Fort Campbell the day I got discharged. Had no freaking clue where I was going to go. Really? Okay. I, I literally made the decision at the front gate. I can either turn right and go back home to Indiana and work in the plant at Delco and have my white picket fence and the wife and two kids and a dog, which did not interest me whatsoever. Right. Or move down to Florida and um, have a new adventure. Dude, I think all your regulars right now are clapping. They're yeah. all like, yeah. My, like sister, my sister and brother lived down here at the time. They don't anymore. My sister does, but my brother left. Um, so I moved and lived in my brother's garage for like two months until I found a job. But I was 22 and wanted a new adventure and didn't want to go back to what I came from. Yeah. And um, just kind of transpired from there. Nice. So here you are in the... You're, you're picking up stuff from Lowe's, whatever it was, and you meet these guys. That's what started, huh? That really was it. What were you homebrewing then? Do you remember what you... My first, first beer was a um, Southern English Brown. Okay. There's the brown ale. Yeah, Southern English is. Brown was my first beer. Yeah. Uh, I named it after um, my buddy, as I mentioned before. He owns a beer and cigar store in Bruges. Um, I named it... They're in the middle of their town is a tower that is in the movie um in Baruch. i love that movie in Baruch, yeah. yeah the belfort tower where the guy jumps yeah. off yeah 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 it's belfort Spoiler tower. alert yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah sorry guys no not sorry <laughs> which is weird because yeah, you know you i thought people i was shocked yeah that people hadn't seen this movie like even my wife when i say to jillian i'm like you really never she's like i hate colin farrell i'm like Hold up! Wait a minute. What do you hate, Colin? What Farrell? girl hates Colin Farrell? That's that's true too. That, I've never asked you know, that. Person never hates asked Colin that. Farrell. But, uh, I will I will so tell you good. now though. I've been to the top of that tower, and that entire section is fenced off. You can't do what they did in the movie. So so they were like, "Hey, continuity, just get up." There yeah, it's it. it's completely yeah. fenced off. There's no way to do what that actor did in that movie. Dude, Brendan Gleeson's top notch in that movie. It's such a great yes, movie. it is such a, a phenomenal movie. movie. It is one of the better of the two, like buddy buddy, like. Like, what do you call Not rom-coms, or, like, not rom... What do you call them? Uh, where they're up to no good, you know? I yeah. Don't wanna, I don't want to give anything away, but, uh, yeah, it's, my they're friend, so good together. My friend owns a, a cigar and beer store called Mazult over there, and uh, I've used 
I've used it. I've named a couple of beers after him because of that. That's awesome. Because that experience is the most beautiful town that I think I've ever been to in my life. Really? Okay. Brugge is just amazing. I've traveled a few places. I've been. I did a stint in Ireland in October. Um, we did 55 um, pubs, 1,300 miles in driving. How long were you there for? 13 days. Okay. So you did all that in 13 days? All in 13 days. Okay. I got to study with three head brewers over there. Learned a phenomenal amount of information. Um, came back and actually altered our Irish red because of that experience. Okay, nice. Um, so I've done Bruges, Brussels, Paris, and Ireland, all studying beer, basically. Oh, wow. That's that's the way to do it. Yeah, I would love to do that. Like honestly, I, w- and, I highly recommend Bruges. It's the most beautiful place in the world, I think. And I like what we talked about because you you kind of sang to my heart when we first walked in is that the sessionables like talking yes. about that and we'll get into that because I just think learning more about that and making a beer more flavorful but a yes. lower ABV is beautiful and I, I De- think a Dakota, lot of people need to do that Dakota and I both have the same belief I believe I think you agree with me that we can give you the flavor you want in a beer we don't have to get you drunk quote unquote of course not you know we can give you what you're looking for in a beer in a four and a half or a five percent beer and you can sit here and talk to your friends all night and have a good night and watch TV and talk to your friends and yeah. enjoy beer. And it's also better for business. I mean, and, think about well, it, too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm going to say it on the, this end. I mean, really, okay. at the end of the day, it is. I, I think it if it tastes better and you're not walking out drunk and you're yeah, having one I mean, more, we're, we're it's also, smart. We're also it's, being responsible. We don't, we don't want anybody to get in trouble with DUIs. No, not at all. We don't, right. we, we don't want any of that stuff to happen. We want people to come here and have a great night hang out for three, four, five hours with their buddies and enjoy great beer. Yeah, and it's easy to do. When you say three, four hours, people would maybe think, like, that's long. No. Anytime no, I go out, like, honestly, say, yeah. I'm like, okay, we've done this for about three, four hours. Yeah, it's exactly. Like, I mean, that's not yeah. uncommon to have you here that long. Yeah. We have, we have people hang out from three when we open <laughs> or before until All six or seven, yeah. Love it. So, Dakota, you being more newer into beer – uh, what are some of the styles that you're drinking now? What are you learning on? What do you like um, well, as beers changing a lot almost every As I got month? into beer, I kind of fell in love with darker beers. Okay. Um, I had started, of course, like going through college and everything, drinking, you know, Bud Light and this and that, and I, and I despised it. I thought it was terrible. Yeah, I, I, I'm I, from I West Virginia. It. Like, everybody up there drinks Budweiser okay. religiously. I never drank it. Like, and, I never uh, drank it's, it. You're not missing much. Yeah. Um, <laughs> when I got but, into beer, it was craft beer. Yeah, I got was... into I got into Yingling for a little while, and uh, it wasn't anything crazy. It was just like I would tolerate it kind of thing. And um, I eventually I found uh, Creme Brulee from Southern Tier. Southern Tiers, right? That's Vanilla right. Bean Southern Imperial Tears. style. Imperial. It was yeah. the first beer that really made me go, "Holy shit! Like this is this is beer. Yeah, I, beer can taste like this." And uh, eventually, I started kind of going out and buying this and that just random beers that look cool or sounded cool and mm-hmm. uh, just trying to expand my palate found out I really didn't like IPAs um, didn't like that bitter side of things and eventually it kind of developed into like sours and stouts and, right. and now I drink everything it took like six months of me forcing myself to drink IPAs Amen. I think that's it too because obviously yeah. I need the frame of reference um, and yep. and now I actually thoroughly enjoy them I, I drink everything now it's so funny a year so we are, uh, we're celebrating right now our one year anniversary of birthing this and uh, I had to Congratulations. learn. Congratulations. Yeah, a Congratulations. year. Yeah, so we were in St. Pete. We were going to see Brian Wilson when we uh, thought about this September 13th uh, last year. Nice. And that was it. I mean, I, I had to, I said, I have to drink IPAs, and you're going to have to like it. Yep. And I went, no, I'm not going to. 
Well, because I do. You, you started in the IPA year. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you go. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That time. Yes. Every, every yep. year, every year has a. I don't want to say fad, but it has a specialty. Yeah, mm-hmm. this year it's what? sours. Yeah, 2017 is supposed to be the highest growth of sours. It's gonna I be. Thought it would, I thought it would be more session this year. It's session sours. Yeah, it's funny that you say yeah. that because they said specifically really sessionable sours. sours. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> most of our sours are sub four percent. Yeah, yeah. it's easy to do. We're trying to do traditional German style. Good. Um, from where I learned how to brew beers. Um, I was taught by an amazing brewer, Joe Scheibelhut, um, how to brew commercially, professionally. I give a lot of credit to that dude um, for what he did for me uh, and Greg Rapp so, for giving me the opportunity. And so was that your first uh, brewery working at? Was that, that was Rapp? my first traditional or uh, commercial brewery to work at. Okay. And um, Greg, Greg gave me the call one day when I was working at the bank and said they were looking for an assistant brewer. I damn near quit my job that minute. Hmm. Um because I wanted out there so bad. So Greg gave me the opportunity, and then Joe taught me how to brew, and I will always give the credit to him for that. And Joe taught me, because I never got into sours either. Like, I was, sours, ugh, gross. My cheeks are touching. How do people like this? And then I started to love it once I found out about Goza's and Lectin. There you go, and you're you're learning from a Goza King when you're at a rap. I mean, that Goza there is one of the greatest in Florida. He's true Run Heitzka Butt style. Yeah. Um, great system, great brewers, and from that I just spawned and carried it on here, because when I got here there was no sour program. There was um, my boss was honestly a little scared of it. I remember okay. doing the first sour here. Yeah, I was yeah. so excited. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. We actually know a timeline. I mean, yeah. it was even because you guys are about to have your four year anniversary. True. Yeah. So yeah, so. I've been here since June of 2015. Okay. And so I, I came in eight or nine months after the inception of the of the brewery. Okay. And then he came in pretty much shortly after that. Um, and so Sean had been here. He was running the true. show. Okay. There were three guys that started the brewery. Okay. Uh, since then, two of them have are no longer part of us. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Sean is now the figurehead and the um, owner of the business. Okay. And my boss. So. Um, yeah, he is still he's still part of it. He is the brewmaster. He dictates the direction of the company and where we're going from here. But I have the opportunity to design recipes and that's a good freedom to have. Oh yeah, it's a yeah. wonderful freedom. I I have the one of the second greatest jobs in the world. <laughs> um, and then so we get to design recipes, do any kind of experimentals that we want, and if we want to try, we're actually going to do one. We have. Um, a patron um, that became disabled and we're actually going to do a beer for him nice in honor of him so um, we have the freedom to do that and give back to the community and show appreciation for the for the people that support us and people that come here well let's grab our first beer and let's talk about your patrons okay. because I'm, I'm kind of having a tour of the facility mm-hmm. we talked about some of your your regulars all right so uh, question. Do we start with the question? Sure. Let's start with the question. You want to so, start, start with the question and then get your answer. Get, get the answer, right? So so the first one we're going to do, let's do the question. Um, how many hops in here? Four hops that are in this one? Uh, four hop deliveries, yes. Yeah. All right. So uh, which ones are we looking at in this one? Uh, traditional American IPA, uh, Centennial Cascade. Um, I think there's Amarillo. Amarillo. Chinook and Amarillo. Uh, yep. Actually, yeah, I think it is Chinook. Um, it's a good call on that one. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, 
So that is our seven seven plus ABV, and that's straight out of the fermenter. Yeah, uh, we're actually yeah, crashing it is. right yeah. now. So, yeah. so you're so not. I'm that, lucky. That one, you are lucky because that one's not even carb. Mm. No patrons even touch that one yet. Mm. So um, here you go. So that one I think came in at seven point six, roughly ish. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Seven two seven six on average. So why did we call it the question? Why why did it get that that name? Okay. Or did the answer help it get the name, the question? No, the, 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 the question was first. first. Yeah. Okay. The question was first. Um, the question came from a patron that asked Sean, um, hey, are you? can you do a traditional American IPA? That is the question I'm posing to you. <laughs> okay. Can you make a solid uh, American IPA? So that was the question. Um, I love it. I love it. Your names are fantastic. So we put a lot of thought into pretty much everything. We and we do it as a team event. Mm-hmm. Um, every time we make a new beer, I don't just go, "Oh, I'm going to name it." That's just this okay. is what it is. Right. I, I asked Dakota. I asked Austin. I asked Lee. Yeah. What What sounds good? Like Vlad the Imperial. That came from Austin and Dakota. They came up with it because they're both science fiction nerds i okay. speak in movie quotes and puns <laughs> yes and it it holds That's true good. in the names of the beer so it's great um, my girlfriend as well so a lot of times we call her the guru so if we don't have a name we just text her hey this is the description of the beer and you're punny enough to figure it out and she'll send us back something hilarious and yeah so we we will all work together on that one so yeah jillian is our she is like our Sometimes, like I, if she's the punny one. We we use that, like the punny one. She loves dad jokes. She has the pun. She's she's the smart one of naming things and stuff like that. So all right, so let's say the answer. The answer that, is something I came up with after I got back from Ireland and I was studying with Will Will Avery, who um, is the head brewer of Galway Bay. Okay. Pretty much my favorite brewery over there. Best Irish red I've ever had. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, absolutely awesome. phenomenal Irish red. He is, he is a genius. He is very good friends with a lot of people here in the local area because he came from here oh okay um, he is really good friends with uh, Justin from Seven Sun yay that that was last week's episode yep so So he um, he was the assistant brewer I think or head brewer in Atlanta and then he was friends with Wayne Wombles and Mm -hmm. um, Justin from Seven Sun and he got the opportunity to go over to Galway Bay and now he is the head brewer over Galway Bay and he is a genius. So smart. Such a nice guy. He, um, mm. I went to go visit his place and he welcomed me in and showed me like a three hour tour of his place. And he's the one that opened my eyes to session versions of high grab, high, high octane beers. And I'll tell you right now, man, that, that has flavor. Yes. That is a, like, and what is the ABV? That is like a four. Or five, I made, 5. Yes, when I got back from there and he explained to me how Ireland has a different tax rate for over and under 5%, I used the exact same grain bill, the exact same hop bill, um, and just made a lower octane beer version of it. And that one is about 4.5, 4.7. So it, it, it should almost taste unnoticeably different. That's, yeah. that's my goal is that you can barely tell the difference between the two. Um, and that would be a success in my mind. Right? That's really cool. I love this. Like, this is what gets me to do interviews like that. I love it, man. Good. To be able to sit down and say, how did this happen? Like, why? Yeah. And, I, I mean, it was Wayne that really pushed me into Wayne Wommel saying, like, this is how we're going to do flavor, but at a lower ABV. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it makes it so... 
Wayne so is smart. Wayne's amazing. That dude has forgotten yeah. more than I'm ever going to know in my life. Yeah, he's, <laughs> that, he's that dude is. I've so had the opportunity rad. to talk to him a few times, and I absolutely love having discussions with him because I learned so much just from hearing what he has to say. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's awesome. That interview was fun. It was a lot of fun. Oh, he's a, he's a nutbag too. So yeah, because <laughs> we got into music and it was just fun for him to like talk about that. So let's talk about brewery styles because yes. we're at rap. So let's talk about that similarities for having rap there and here. Did you bring what you learned there over here? Or did you say now I have what Sean's doing here, but is what can I do from there to bring here, or did you just start new? Like, huh? Very good so. question, actually. Um, I took a lot of the procedures that I learned from Joe and Greg from there to here. Um, I, I won't say that I follow Ryan Heiskabut um, so much as Greg does. Right. Greg, and that's his style. That is his style. He has loosened up his um, design mm-hmm. in the last year or so. I think Troy, Troy. has had a lot of influence on that. Um, when I was there, he was very rigid German Mm-hmm. Heitzke, but style yep. and I think he's gotten a lot more Americanized in some of his some of his things which is great it's a way to evolve and grow um, we follow our biggest thing is natural ingredients we we purchase as much as we can from mom and pop um, produce stands I love if we that. need that yeah there's a Steve's produce right up the road that um, we buy all our peppers, all our fruit, everything we can from them. Um, oh, when we say peppers, actually, too, jalapenos you grow here, right? We yes. Do. So let's get into the hell yeah, because yes. the jalapenos are in the hell yeah, so let's do that. And uh, so you don't use ex- extracts. You're just going to, like, the produce section. True. Pulling, like, fruits, and I think that's the way to go. And you're helping your community out, too. Yeah, said, we, we want to right. support someone that lives here in Palm Harbor, then... <laughs> than someone that, that this corporate office in Chicago. You right, know? exactly. So when you drink that one, we want you to we want you to feel like you're at Sunday afternoon, grandma's honey jalapeno cornbread that she made for you, and you're at a picnic. That's what we want you to feel. Mm-hmm. You oh. all, all the flavor of the jalapeno. Yes. There's a great deal of honey and brown sugar that cuts the heat, leaves all the flavor. Yes. So you receive the jalapeno flavor but it's drinkable and it's very sweet and smooth. Very drinkable. And you can, yeah, you can very it. drinkable. We actually serve it with a jalapeno on the rim specifically because capsaicin is alcohol soluble. And oh. so, should you want a spicier beer and more jalapeno flavor, you just drop the ring in, yep. and yep. instantly it becomes hot. You go from a two Shit, plus the appearance so cool. just looks great. Yeah, oh, <laughs> you go so from cool. like a two to a six on the spicy scale. I'm kind of That's a awesome. spice. I'm kind of a spicy wimp. So no, I, I keep it on the yeah, two like side. Yeah. yeah, me too. But then we literally, the beer tenders all slice them up in coins and we garnish it just like a high-end a high-end cocktail bar. We have it's a few. It's a 7.1 and I'm going, how do I, how do I share this? This is, <laughs> this is rad, man. This we, is really good. Yeah, it's definitely our most popular beer. It's mm-hmm. uh, kind of our cult classic. We I, also, see it. I, tell, we, I definitely see it. We also do Bloody Mary beers. Get the really? Yep. Yeah. How do you manage so, this one? That's a great idea. So we have we, I uh, teamed up. Yeah, um, we're going to get one right now. <laughs> um, we teamed up with a phenomenal company here out of Oldsmar called Blood Brothers. Okay. Uh, I met him at a beer fest in Raymond James. Oh, okay. He offers two a mild and a hot um, Bloody Mary mix. Uh huh. 
and we put the hot on the North English brown that we do. Okay. Oh. Well, that was awesome. <laughs> that was like perfect. And then we do a. Um, Dude, look at that! I love. We that. do the mild on the honey jalapeno cornbread. So. We have people come in on Sundays for brunch Sundays. Yeah, right. And we'll do about 20% of that with 80% beer. And we, the first time we did it, when we released it, we had a couple come in all the way from Lakeland, I think it was. Yeah. Um, and they brought skewers of olives, yeah. celery, yeah, bacon. And they, they brought a Bloody Mary bar with them. Yes. That is and so And just rad. left it for us. But so that is, I'm about to do that. It's that like, is, yeah, that is by far the highest quality. I'm 42 and have never liked Bloody Marys. I'm that is the highest fan. quality. Yeah. Yes. I don't like vodka. That's it. I don't like, like this. Yeah. This is me. Like this, you guys just open up a door for me. Yep. I don't like vodka. I, honestly, yeah. I don't even like tomato juice. I and, love it. Uh, it was funny because we went through, you know, we sat down with um, the guy that makes it. Um, Dax. Uh, Dax. Dax. Thank you. Uh, we sat down with Dax, and he poured me a five-ounce glass of just the mix alone. And I was sitting there talking to him, and I had sipped it. And I was like, wow, this is really good. Didn't expect to like it. And then I looked down, and I had drank the whole five-ounce glass of just the mix yeah. by itself. You could literally and drink I do that it. mix. I do it on flights. Yeah. I'd be like, and, yeah, you got any blood And I, I was baffled. Like crazy. And uh, it, it's been going over really well. Everybody awesome. seems to enjoy them. We have quite a few regulars that come in specifically for those now. So That so is so good. We tr- we're trying to be innovators. Um, with what we do. You should be. I mean, yeah. I think if anybody has a brewery, if you're sticking to the the norm, the norm, the norm, Yeah. you're going to keep the norm. You're going to have the same regulars come in. Sure. I think when you guys innovate, you're opening up doors and you're going to continuously get new people want to try new things. And yes. I, I think it's beautiful. That, that's and why I, I fell in love with craft beer was the variety and just the like how everybody's constantly trying to push the limits and see like what the craziest thing I can do is. I, I remember doing my research on you guys a bit ago saying, okay, the names are amazing. But then I went, holy shit, they're actually putting stuff in beer. And then I realized you guys were close to 30 taps. I went, all right, these guys are just not doing it just to do it. Like this is yeah. something we that's... Have- we have a little over 82 in our portfolio at this point. That's, oh, is this the actual, the hot? We looked into a top 2% in the U.S. for most in-house beer made on tap. Uh, we're number two in Tampa Bay, um, second only to rap, ironically. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, yeah, and uh, we, we've actually had a couple of regulars start calling us Baskin-Robbins for 30-some yeah. flavors. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. Okay, right. And so what were we, they, uh, 32, 36 flavors, the 36 flavors? Uh, Baskin-Robbins? Roughly 30 on tap at any given We have 29, time. but Baskin-Robbins. Yeah. 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 But yeah, the 32 flavors for yeah. Baskin, so. But we, like, we have oh, 30. I could drink this all the time. Mm-hmm. We, yeah, have, doing good we have 34 taps. Two of them are non-alcoholic sodas. Mm. Uh, that we make here in house. We have a root beer and a cream sickle soda. That's right. You said that, yeah, that you're also doing. And we have those for the kiddies or the adults. We don't yep. care. And then we have two wines, a Chardonnay and a Merlot for people that don't like beer. Right. The spouses, um, not being gender specific, but just the spouses that don't like them, they can have wine. And then we have water taps to keep all of our uh, bikers and runners replenished mm-hmm. when they come in off the trail. So you have a trail that's really. Literally, right there. Literally five feet off our parking lot. That's amazing. So you can ride all the way from Gulfport up to Tarpon Springs and make us one of your stops. That's awesome. And we have and it's popular that way, right? People. Oh yeah, we have so many bikers and runners that just they want to break and they just it's hot and they want to come up our trail and definitely come in for a beer. They walk in the back door and go, "Hey, can I have a beer?" (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Come on in. We we have a rule that if you see the garage door open in the back. 
We will serve you a beer. That's we awesome. Don't, we don't care if it's nine in the morning. If you want a beer, we'll serve it. I don't care if it's nine in the morning. Yeah, uh, that that's my motto. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, if it's either do we. I am. I'm happy with that. So. You guys are celebrating a, a an anniversary coming up. Yes, sir. Uh, how's that feel? Like, how's it feel? Just in a in a small area like that. I can't say small. I mean, you're so close to Dunedin, so forget it. You're yeah, I mean, really a golf there's, ball. Hit there's away. a lot of competition, but I feel like that um, we are a group of what I call brewing brothers and sisters. Um, we are very supportive of other breweries, and we hope that they re- reciprocate. Um, but there's none of this, I'm better than you, you're better than us. Like, no. None of that. We, yeah. we, I actually, I'm really good friends with Caden down at Hob, and we're, we, we borrow things from Aaron up at uh, Divine. If I'm out of a grain and I need to make a beer, they bail us out, and we do the same for them. Good. So we're definitely much in a brotherhood, sisterhood. Um, I've learned that with this beer culture. Um, and this is something I, I know a lot of people who drink beer don't know this. Yeah. That they, they go, oh, I have my spot, and da 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 No, there is so much love and support with the brewers that I think as a if, – even if you're a beer collector, and this is, this is something where you'll stand in line for eight hours to get that beer, and if you're trading it, oy vey, uh, you should be drinking it. But no, you should actually be drinking it, sharing it. I want to see more of this. Is you guys yeah, as the brewers, the this is who you are. Yeah, and I want to see more of us as the beer drinkers become more like you. We should be looking up to you, and I think it's fantastic. I love on the, it. On the weekends, we all go to other breweries and yes, support exactly. each other and give them money, you know. And and we, unfortunately, with Palm Harbor, our struggle is we hear far too often you're so far away. You know, a lot of the St. Pete people, a lot of the, you're so far away. It's not really that far of a drive, and it's, it's not. Five ten minutes from Dunedin. Yeah, yeah. we're right up yeah. the road. We're literally, I know, there's like a theme park of Dunedin right there. We're yeah. literally it's four miles. Shitty, yeah. We're literally four miles south or north of uh, Seven Sun. So you stay on the same road and you keep going four miles right. north and exactly. you get us. And it's well worth the damn drive. It is, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's gonna be that's, the slow. I would say that's our biggest obstacle drive. is getting someone to come up here. Um, I would actually like it if there were one or two more breweries would open in this area to make it more it. of a destination. I, I was going it. to ask that. What if two more? Three no, more I'd, be totally, up. I'd be totally cool with that and because then, what I was going to say is we don't trash talk. We, we're not in competition with anybody else. No. Um, the patrons decide whether you live or die. Yeah. There you and, go. and I feel like that if you keep doing what you're good at and what you love, it will get noticed. Right. And I feel like that nothing can be gained by, there are individuals out there I've come in contact with that are very negative and they like to talk mm-hmm. bad, but I don't want to go into that um, mentality. So I support every one of our brewers, every yeah. one of our breweries that are around us. All right, so let's let's get into the wrestling background because the, the beer we're about to drink right now has the name of a wrestler. I'm not the biggest fan of them, but... Um, <laughs> So we're about to drink the Jericho. Uh-huh. Did this come from a wrestling bat? I mean, we're in Tampa, my favorite city for wrestling, next to Philly, but I don't really go to Philly. Uh, but yeah, so uh, obviously no, right? The Jericho is not the wrestler. Jericho Turnpike, or Jericho was actually named after a band, local band. Okay. A phenomenal um, band called Jericho Turnpike. Uh, lead singer being McLean McManix, and he is friends with uh, Sean, the owner of this, this place, and he wanted his own beer okay he wanted his own flagship beer that um when he plays his gigs this beer is to be on tap at whatever gig he is at 
Really? So he. So the venue has to buy. We're actually contracted with Jericho. That's so awesome. We are the exclusive provider for his beer. We're the only ones that make his flagship beer. Uh, he and his wife came in. We did a uh, beer storming, we call it, mm. or we call it going to the lab. Um, and that. we And we sit down and we talk about what we like, what we don't like, what do you want to taste, what don't you want to taste. And we designed this beer based on it. It is a standard American pale ale. Okay. Um, hot value is what I would call medium to low. Um, it is definitely a very good everyday drinker. Mm-hmm. And it is. Yeah. Hands down. And it sells like hotcakes yeah. when it's at the gigs. It's light. It's clean. It's very sessionable. It's nothing crazy. Yeah. Um, but it's not overly bitter or anything. Mm-hmm. It's just a good, lightly citrusy, really good, easy drinker. Yeah. So it's definitely what you would call like a Saturday beer, you know. Okay. And you could you could enjoy it all evening and there's no peppers there's no yeah it's not standing out yeah it's just you know but we wanted to do we wanted to do it to support him that's so cool and his band and um give him something to hang his hat on so i I love when you guys do this because this this was approached to us man i think may or june we were approached about you know, we would like to give you guys a beer, and like, you know, we were just like, but me being who I am, I was like, put our name on a beer. No, I want to get in, you know, and I want to make it. And you know, we were like, okay, I guess we're going to be making beer. So now I got to get his beer dirty. But uh, yeah, I mean, I'm learning. I'm well, learning, him, and so. De- him and Dakota are on a yeah. race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was no, you guys I feel are like we're kindred spirits. I was <laughs> hoping like. If you guys could like just take them off and like I feel exchange like, out beer, well, we've got a great picture. Of I'm me trying to catch up to you though. So. I think I'm the only I think I'm the only brewer in Tampa Bay that doesn't have a beer. No, yeah, it's like, pretty funny. I literally I shave every Friday, um, and I start over. Yeah, I think I, that's me. Like every I, I literally every Friday, Friday morning I shave and start all over. That's so. So, funny. so Saturday morning I'm freshly shaven. I would say you are like that Homer Simpson episode where he's like did it, did it, did it, that he shaves and then like. He looks in the mirror, he's like, hmm, and then he walks, and then psh, it just. I can, right I can never, out. I can never get it past like the two week mark. I can't, I can't. It, it itches I so much, itchy, I can't I do itchy. it. Yeah. I can't get past uh, the itchy. I can't get uh, past the itchy. I just give up. Best things in life are worth working for. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, so not, I can't a beard. <laughs> not so every, not every brewer has to have a beard, but. No. I, I love that you gave a band a beer, dude. This is so good. Yeah. And it's a really great beer. Like you guys really. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. like. All right, give them one of our lessons. Like we'll put it out whenever. Yeah. No, well, we this... try to collaborate locally. Like we have uh, the lure down in Saint Saint Pete, I yep. believe. Um, we actually do yeah, yeah. a specific beer for them. It's only sold in house here or at the lure. Okay. And it's a basil orange ginger saison, uh, which we eventually transcribed into a wit beer. Okay. Yes. Um, and so now it's a basil orange ginger wit beer, but it's uh, solely sold there and here. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was basically Clinton and John had gone down and got to talking with him. He said he wanted his own beer on tap, and we said we could do it. And asked him kind of like what he would want in a beer, and he made them a reduction sauce of basil, orange, and ginger, and said, you know, I make this and I serve it on my menu. Could you make something to pair with this? And they said we can make this into a beer. That's awesome. And now we grow our own basil, and we source everything locally, and we have a basil, orange, ginger, wit beer constantly sold at the Lure and here as well. Good for you. And so between that and and the band and everything, we try to kind of set up a couple of, like, standard collaborations that we do year-round with local businesses and bands and everything. At at the Lure, though, it's called... We allowed him to change the name, so he calls it Donkey Pig. So if you got... 
you guys ever go down to the lure and you see donkey pit. it's on it's on uh, central avenue i think it's in the 500 block uh, right by state theater and it's called donkey pig I used and, to be one of my favorite venues. Uh, mm-hmm. State Theater is amazing. It's so great, right? State, it's great. State Theater is great. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great I used to uh, small little place. band place to go to if you want to see locals and you want to see some. Okay, so they're doing Okay. Because it used to be huge. I mean, the first time I saw the Toadies was there. Oh, yeah. But I now, mean, yeah. All the Scott Punk bands were coming there, and that was, that was my thing. I, I mean, even seen Mighty Mighty Boston yeah. down there years yeah. Oh, ago. Yeah. In yeah. yeah. the 90s, that was my place. Uh, that was it. Yeah. Uh, but they're we were, right next door to them. So if you guys go in there and get one, just ask for a donkey pig. Okay. I think we passed it, uh, and even the last time I was at uh, at um, Green Bench, uh, took the puppies here. Mm-hmm. I actually did. I took the puppies here. Uh, uh, we have two corgis, and uh, oh, yeah, I got a corgi pit bull mix. Do you really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I need to see a picture of that. I do. Yeah, and that's uh, you, you and your girlfriend have that, like. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And so, what does she do? What does she do? Uh, she's actually the social media marketing services coordinator for the Melting Pot Restaurant. Okay. So she okay. handles um, Katrina. Is her name? Is her name? She yeah. handles basically uh, 125 locations internationally through social media and she kind of manages everything coming in from all the local marketing consultants and all the different franchisees and everything and so she coordinates all that she does a lot of the the video the filming the producing for their instagram and and facebook clips and facebook live videos and everything like that it's a good thing to have right now and uh yeah and so we have her kind of like on the side she actually did a little marketing here for us for a while and she helps name the beers and she's actually one of the beer tenders here as well occasionally a couple times a month i love you get to work with your girl man yeah it's great that's (laughs) awesome yeah I guess I could kind of say that with Jillian, I guess. Which I would, man, if we could quit our jobs and work together all the time, I would love it. I would love it. All right, let's go into Next beer. the Black Lager. The Black Lager is one I just oh, I just shit. released. This thing. I did this one to kind of mess with your eyes a little bit. Yeah, I'm looking, trying to see if you can see the lights so out it, there. No. It is a 38 R, uh, SRM. Okay. It's about as black as you can get. Yes. It's um, royal. But I did it. Because we have individuals <laughs> that come in and they say things like, I don't like dark beers. They're too heavy. They're too strong. So I wanted to kind of open people's minds and eyes to the fact that you can have a black or a dark brown beer and not have a high octane. This one comes in at 3.8. I thought it was 4.5. Okay. Uh, yeah, 4. It's, it's roughly 4.5. 4. 4.5. So this one came in at four or five. Still very sessionable. Yeah. We call this a Montaigne Noir, which um, I kind of took it from the Rocky Mountains. Okay. That other brewery out there. Um, And then I wanted to call it the Black Mountain. So, and I'm French, I'm French background, Native American. Um, So I, I went a little French on it, went Montaigne Noir. And um, I think it's a very smooth, clean, beer with a great note of caramel and chocolate yeah. um, in it. Uh, very little roast. I didn't want a roast. I didn't want okay. a roast flavor to it. No, right? Um, it's not there. It's... So we have we have three beers right now that are 35 SRM and above. The Black IPA, the Black Lager, and the uh, Milk Stout. We have the Russian Imperial now. And the Russian Imperial. Okay. So I'll put those out on the bar for um, for the people, if they make, if they tell me I don't like dark beers. I'll put those out there and show them and then have them run the gamut of it. Yeah. And show them the different flavors that can happen all in a black beer. It's crazy that, that it is that what your mind sees and how it interacts. And that's, it's if you blindfolded me, forget it. I would never been able to tell. And it's, it's how my brain works. I like, I, I kind of have this, 
Big Bang Theory Sheldon approach to things and um, very much so. Yeah. <laughs> that's actually we've never used that as a, a describer, but uh, that's that's pretty like behind <laughs> his back, baby. But yeah, no, <laughs> he's Sheldon. Yeah, that's like so I do kind of have this um, nerd-like approach to it. Like if I'm not here, I'm typically reading books about beer, and I'm reading books about um, different styles and that kind of stuff, so I can further progress my yeah, education yeah. you know to every, every monday is a class for me because whatever he read or watched yeah. over the weekend he's yeah. like hey cool i have these like this scroll of things we need to go <laughs> over now down. and i i, I pretty <laughs> much just like bar. do a dump on him on monday mornings that's awesome of everything I that i phrase it like that are we just because <laughs> <laughs> I, I was gonna say man we got here a little late i could have been dumped on. but uh but uh that's a totally different show <laughs> so um Let's talk about the the owners. Uh, yes. Like, how'd this all start? How'd this start? Okay. For, uh, so it is Alan Peggy. True. Uh, so we're we're not gonna do a married with children joke. Was no. that Alan Peggy? So I, uh, you know, I never even put that together. Yeah, I was gonna say. You know, wow, I think yeah, it was on the way here. That. I go. I think their names are Alan Peggy. That, and I, and then, I think that's married with children. But I go, no, that is their name. And names. that is yeah. true. You're right. Yeah. yeah, that's hilarious. This all started from uh, three best friends home brewing in Sean's garage. Okay. Um, and they home brewed for a couple years, and they. Just like many of us, I want to open a brewery. I can do this. So they all started the brewery. Okay, yeah. Um, Al and Peg are actually Sean's parents-in-law. Okay. I don't know if that's really a phrase. But yeah, it's their parents-in-law. Um, and it started out with those three. Since then, uh, two of them have taken their part of the company. Okay. Um, and it is now just Sean, Peggy, and Al. Okay. Uh, so Sean is the brewmaster. He is, like I said, in in charge of the direction of the company. Um, Peg and Al come in and help with the, I would say more of the finance and licensing and that kind of stuff mm -hmm. um, with the business. Um, but yeah, it's just those three individuals are pretty much solely in charge of the, of the place now. That's good. I mean, keeping it a tight ship. Mm -hmm. And, and it's very family. We're, yeah. we're very family oriented. Um, yeah, it was welcomed as family, like from day one. It's it's pretty great, and that we use that word every week. Mm -hmm. We really do. We love the word family in every episode. We're just like it's a family. Yeah, I mean, it's I yeah. come from a corporate background, and I hope to never go back to that. Um, so I love the the closeness that we have. Yeah, we actually all sincerely like each other. I love that. You know, there's well, no yeah, shush. <laughs> <laughs> um, we actually all get along. We, yeah, we work well together. Yeah, and we all communicate and spin ideas off each other and all that kind of stuff. Um, so I'm very happy with the way the yeah. dynamic is right now. Good, good. Um, I don't know if I'm reading this right, but I think we're about to have breakfast. Is this grits? The grits. Okay. Yes. This is one. So. This is one I'm actually very excited about. Um, I've always loved California Commons, mm -hmm. um, which everybody knows is a lager yeast fermented at ale temperatures to give it a complete complexity that most people are not used to. Um, me spending some time in um, the Tennessee, the Bible Belt area, let's mm -hmm. just say, I want to do something a little bit different. So I found a Kentucky Common and I actually added... Um, 10 pounds of grits okay. to that beer. 
five pounds in the mash and five pounds in the sparge. Anything taken out of what you would normally do, or is it just added on? Was there, it's just so added on. It was added, added on, on to okay. the grist. Okay. Uh, I put it in with, I put it in at thirty minutes um, of the mash. I did it for mouthfeel and body. And if you, as you're drinking it, you can actually taste them come through. Yeah, it's a little bit on the back end. Yes. But you can definitely taste the grits. Right on, here, on right the about the jawline, yeah. Yeah, that's so cool. And then we put another five pounds in at the sparge. So as we were sparging, I put another five pounds in there to let that go through. But I'm very proud of that beer. It's a phenomenal drinker. Um, heavy, like a heavy malt, medium malt. Um, it came out great. Yeah, it's fantastic. As we're rounding third, um, let's talk about the future. Yes, Delt House. Um, what are we What are we looking for? Any distribution coming up? Any collabs coming up? We're actually um, any in talks. Collabs. We we're always open to collabs. Good. We, good. We talked about it twenty minutes ago that we are we are in a brotherhood sisterhood with every other brewery. Um, we're friends with pretty much everybody out there. We're talking about doing collabs with two frogs up in tarpon mm-hmm. um chad uh chad, chad croak up there uh we're talking about doing one of them we're really good friends with um backdraft brewing um mm-hmm. they took a little kick in the shins and but they're coming back right now in, okay. in in the tarpon area good okay good um but yeah we're completely open to collabs we love brainstorming or beer storming we call it and um coming up with different designs of beers for them and us uh going forward distribution we I mean, have we could find your beers in different places as we were saying like if jericho's yeah. playing yeah, yeah we're jericho's playing uh, a lot of local places we're on limited Good. distribution right now and we're looking at in the next roughly one to three months we'll be back to full distribution uh we should be roughly 50 to 100 different locations in the tampa bay area for up to 12 of our beers right now. Um, we're looking at trying to figure out what we really want to distribute and kind of narrowing that down to like kind of a core six, roughly. Or um, less. Or, or, or less, yeah. Yeah, and, we're uh, thinking, of, we're thinking we like... we roughly, licensed right now. Okay. We want to um, wet your whistle and out there in the market and then um, and bring you back give here. you a reason to come here. Yeah. Okay. Now I'm looking at names still. <laughs> I love the names. <laughs> so... Um, <laughs> So yeah, we're in a transitional phase, let's just call it, with distribution. We're currently with one company and um, we have plans for our um, future with okay. that. Uh-huh. And hope, hopefully you'll be seeing us in a lot of bars and restaurants in the very near future. As we should. I mean, yeah. these beers are great. Thank you. Um, we're not trying this beer, but let's talk about the name. Cease and Desist. <laughs> Best name Ever. Okay. Uh, the story. I mean, we hear this. Good. I mean, when the mics are off, you always hear it. Everybody, every brewer is always saying, I mean, we had a cease and desist. We had a cease and desist. It's just like, you know, with yeah, one of our we, names. Uh, we kind of yeah. steered into the skid with that one. So, yeah, no, but we, go for it. So what's the story? I love the name. So we have a Honey Orange Blossom Double IPA, and okay. mm-hmm. and which is what, what you're drinking, the cease and desist. And, um, Actually, let me get you a taster. Are okay. you sure? Yeah. Oh, we have enough beer. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, Let's we, grab the last one. We have plenty too. of beer. Okay. <laughs> um, in the marketing campaign that we did with that, we accidentally used a trademarked image. Mm-hmm. And we used a name that we thought was completely safe. And since then, we have now we, we now run every name through Untapped Brewers 
uh, BA and um, and like, yeah, beer advocates usually where the first uh-huh. place I have to go. We, and yeah. Google, and we run everything through there. But we received a cease and desist on this, on our name for this beer. So we um, decided to stop calling it that. Yeah. To comply with their request, and we thought cease and desist was a a good alternative to it. Yeah, <laughs> it's actually it I, if I'm not mistaken, it's the only beer we've ever been. Oh, gigged yeah, gigged on yeah. for you know like a cease and desist basically, right. and it happened twice back to back. Oddly is, enough, and this uh, is awesome. so we kind of steered into it. We're like, you know what? That's that makes a great name, and it has a good story great name. To it. Great beer. Yeah. Holy <laughs> shit! I'm glad you poured this. This is yeah. awesome. It's a See, honey. You know, there's irony in cease and desist not being a beer mm-hmm. already. Like, yeah, that's why I freaked out. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah we, I was we, like, we looked into it, and we're like, I can't believe this isn't taken. Yeah, yeah. we need to. This is shut up. So it was because I was gonna say. A name like Cease and Desist, you know your asses are getting Cease and Desist on that. But I'm shocked. I'm shocked as hell. For anybody else who wants to do it, we've already trademarked it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's good. Damn, that's good. I could hear Horace like. So yeah, that's a that's a honey like yeah we got this honey orange blossom double IPA. (sighs) Yeah, that that a lot of pain is there. A lot of painstaking events happen for that beer. (laughs) That is so damn good. That is a labor. That was a very labor intensive beer. You guys, man, I, I, I'm looking at the the graveyard that we have here. It's just like, with, there's one last standing it's soldiers. Like, <laughs> it's like, yeah, All right, which is so which is a very good a very good story actually. That's the uh, vanilla cucumber cream ale, aka the smooth criminal. We we made that up for the um, ultimate brewer competition that St. Pete Brewing Company uh, invited us to for the last couple of years. Uh, that one took sixth out of 27 local breweries. And I honestly thought it was going to be a one and done and never be brewed again. But the patrons kind of latched onto it and got upset when it was getting close to the end. Yeah, it's uh, it's really funny. Like the ultimate brewers being like the iron chef of brewers yes. in Tampa Bay. And so they give you a sealed envelope of two flavors that you have to present. You have two months to make the beer. It all has to be under the wraps. You can't let anybody know what your ingredients are. It's immediate disqualification if you do, um, because it's a blind taste test to the public to decide the favorite beer at the end. Oh, okay. And okay. Uh, this was, year it was held at Crooked Thumb, mm-hmm. which was okay. a, which yes. was a great venue for it. Josh um, over there, right? Is uh. Josh Top, Jason Top, Jason Top, Jason, 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 Jason yeah. and yeah. Um, uh, he is the assistant brewer up there. Yeah, and Conjuro, really Conjuro is the head. head yeah, brewer. that's okay. So Jason's like, yeah, I think we're gonna be doing the interview because Conjuro's like, we're not gonna get him on the mic. I was like, no. He's yeah, Conjuro, like, Conjuro's yeah, <laughs> the head brewer there. He's a phenomenal Brazilian brewer up there. Um, He's but, nervous about his accent. He's like, it's fine, it's fine. <laughs> Yeah, I think he speaks just yeah. fine. Um, but we held it there, and we were very happy to play sixth in that one. Um, but it's a very unique. I'm not a. I honestly am not a big fan of cucumbers in any form or fashion. I am. Yeah, normal. You know, in, <laughs> in salads or in any, oh, yeah. anything. I want to pickle these and. When we op- we open the envelope, I'm like really. <laughs> Vanilla cucumber. Well, yeah, when he had texted me, I was actually in Orlando uh, on vacation with my girlfriend's family. And nice. I was like waiting, chomping at the bit, like, what are our flavors? I'm so, you know, this is my first time doing it. I was just so excited. And he texted me just vanilla cucumber. And I'm in the middle of Disney 
trying yeah. not to like cuss and like son of a bitch like why of all the flavors like yeah and that combination vanilla yeah vanilla so, vanilla I can roll with I love yeah, vanilla yeah yeah vanilla is great cucumber that was that was the curve vanilla great cucumber no <laughs> see I think it's awesome and it's hard and it's hard I want to introduce vanilla it cold, so. so cucumbers are cold Cu- so, cold is a cucumber so we. We went home and we started beer storming about it and start figuring out like what base do we want to put this on because the base is open to us. Okay, good. To the brewer, good, yeah. Good. You can make it on a Kolsch, on a pale ale, you can do whatever the heck you want. Um, so we figured that it would lend itself best to a cream ale. Right. We we had a very so a very solid cream ale um, recipe already. Okay, good. So we just figured out how to implement that onto the cream ale. Yeah, putting a vanilla on a cream ale like this was a great idea. Great mm-hmm. idea. Cucumber, better. I, I love it. I yeah. love it. Yeah. I love we cucumber. wanted like a smooth, heavy vanilla yeah. beer, and on the back of your tongue, you get that really fresh cucumber, and it as it, uh, and it as came it's through. gone, yeah. yeah, as yeah. it's gone. Oh, there is cucumber in there. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and then yeah, we there is. we further like decided it. to carbonate and serve it on beer gas. So we put it on a 75-25 mixture of beer gas. I think it gives it a great head, a great consistency, a great mm-hmm. thickness to it. Oh, it's yeah. fun. Makes that, it a bit of a dessert beer. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That lends itself very well. And it, and people have responded to it. They're here. Um, they've responded very well to it. So It's awesome. It, it, yeah, it goes really smooth. Really smooth. So uh, I want to thank you guys. This has been awesome. Any Any... Last thoughts? Any final words? Or? No, I really appreciate you guys coming yeah, out. It's, it's, a, it's been a cool time. It was yeah. an honor. It was an honor for you for you guys to choose us as. Oh, get out of here! No. I it mean, was. you guys are making the beer. We're coming to you. So, I mean, we want to learn more about you. So, but and we, we haven't been here yet. But we just harbor, so we feel very humble um, in what we do, and to have somebody actually recognize us and want to see us, very it's very no. flattering. It's been a good year. I mean, you guys are really, yeah, in, in a great line of breweries. But we, again, we want to make Florida. We want to educate it and inform people. And you guys mentioning the Top Chef thing. Today is the day we're announcing that uh, we are part of something very, very similar in Orlando. We're actually hosting, and I'm one of the judges for it. So the Top Chef kind of thing. So in the outro, which is about a few seconds, we'll be uh, we'll be talking about that. So that's such cool. a great way to kind of like segue to the ending. Uh, guys, uh, thank you, and you're right. It is not far from Dunedin. You, it's only a sh- four miles short drive. People, yeah, and I think you'd realize you're going to be making this brewery one of your stops no matter what. So it's we been really, awesome. We really hope so. We'd love to see you guys come out, give us a chance, come out and see what we can do. I think you'll be very happily impressed. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Um, let's let's take it back in. We'll do the outro. Fade All right, Brennan. Fade to black. <laughs>Wayne just got off the mic with Clinton Sully and Dakota Harbor. Yeah. Sweet conversation. It was good. And, you know, really quick, the thing I want to say is I hate that the AC breaks in my car when we're driving home. It feels really nice yeah. in here right now. <laughs> um, do we leave the AC on? Uh, uh, I say we leave it. All right. We're, okay. we're hot. The AC did it go did. out in uh, Quayne's car. Uh, but <laughs> now we're recording, and so now you know how we. Good. Yeah, okay. If you guys don't mind, we're gonna leave the AC on in the background. Uh, we do <laughs> things professionally. We're like, all right, no sound. Um, but okay, yeah, uh, dude, that was great. Yeah, what a nice guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, informative. 
and just really down to earth. And what I yeah. really respected was just a this this door. The second the door was open, when they opened the door, it was that was like our house. He's like, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. They Cut wanted to show us everything. everything. They well, wanted yeah. to share so much with us. All the beers that we the really patrons. could have wanted. The patrons. Yeah. And not only did I feel at home because he just opened the door and said, come here, let's go into the, the, the brewery. Let's go into the show. You like every, every tank has its own name. Yeah. That is either somebody that's a patron, a patron's dog, family. Uh, patrons are paving paving the floor, like the, the, the rampway. Oh, so yeah. they could get to the yeah. brewery faster on the trail. Uh, making them signs and just saying, I just Every, had extra yeah, stuff. Everything and I has wanted... a story. It's specific. And they yeah. really do appreciate their community a lot. It's and cool. guys, if you are in that community, you better be part of this because they really do appreciate you and will show you that hospitality. Yeah. They did that for us instantly. I actually, instantly. I really liked, too, when they were talking about the beers they make and why they make them. And they're like, well, our people love this one, so we got to keep it going. Shit, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Yes. Like, I was like, oh, my that's God. That's probably the biggest gift they give to their community. Yeah. It's the beers they make and how the community uh, like has a say. Yeah, you know? they that's really cool. do, especially uh, when you're thinking that vanilla um oh the one that was on nitro that was just oh yeah beautiful the vanilla cream yeah that cream ale yeah and it was just like okay they, they wanted this again yeah. and they, there it is yeah awesome awesome yeah. i love it i love it uh really great guys dude dakota sitting in that, that guy was fun dude their <laughs> relationship was awesome like it's it's so cool that clinton like chose him and was like you're gonna be my yeah. my assistant you're yeah. i'm gonna teach you everything i know and you're gonna make beer with me so, That's awesome. Oh, which also, by the way, Dakota was a member of his community first. Yeah. I love that yeah. story. The That's fact so that he cool. sat, at, sat at the bar yeah. with untapped in his hand, yeah. learning it, and just basically saying, I'm not, I'm not afraid to say it. Never do I hide the fact that Craft Beer and I have only been friends for less than a decade. Yeah. Less than a decade. It's just something that I was a wine guy, got into beer, and I understood beer, and I am now am appreciative of everybody I've met with right. it and right. it's a great culture he did the same and you know what people he is the perfect example that if you can take a step back from your comfort zone I'm not just saying pay I'm not just saying that the fact that he was an intern he had two jobs he would go in from nine to one learn to brew and then go to his other job right and it Which paid off. Wild, yeah. And yeah. it paid off. Now and he's got a full-time job. He's got awesome. a full-time job. He's yeah. an assistant brewer. I guarantee Dakota, if he doesn't have to be, you know, I'm not saying in the shadows of Clint, but he could be something special in another five years if he wants to do his own brewery somewhere. So good for you guys. Uh, I love that partnership. Love it. Love it. it it's rad. Those yeah. guys. Um, tap room is very comfy. Yeah. I, I love the bar. The fact that there's other tables. I love their barrels are just hanging out. Oh, yeah. That's another thing. Like, you, you're in there, and they just want to talk about everything. Yeah. So it's like, that barrel has this inside it, and we're looking forward to it. Yeah. I, I love that. The fact that they're looking forward to it, and it has a date on it. It's yeah. like, Valentine's Day for that one right there. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So smart. Yep. So good. Yep. The beers, you know, the beers were really good. Yeah. Um, My favorites. Okay. Like, let alone Ooh, the name, but, like, goodness. my favorites. I yeah. loved the cease and desist. Yeah. Okay. And Hands they poured that, the like... They poured that late for us, so we weren't gonna have that. Actually, wasn't on. It wasn't yeah. on the. It wasn't on the paddle at all. I loved that. Yeah, I loved that beer. I and there was that. that. The fact that I I'm in love with the name of a beer, mm-hmm. and it was like, go get it. You know, and it was oh, like, yeah. no, you don't have to. You don't have to do that. Yeah. But glad we did. Yeah, glad we did. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
Yeah, honestly, there's strawberry rhubarb going on. And, uh, and, and, yeah, you guys, like I'm telling you, they're not afraid to use ingredients. And the fact that, again, no extract. You are getting it from the mom and pops out there, the produce places. It, these guys know what they're doing. Yeah, everything and, local too. Yeah, you know the yeah. chocolate they use coming from Pinellas County. We didn't even talk Love about that. that in the interview. Yeah, yeah that they we learned using. a lot from these guys. Yeah. like I, I really liked getting behind the scenes with them and learning about how they refine their work. Yes. Like hearing about his trip to Ireland and how that mm-hmm. impacted his Irish red. Thank God. That was I sweet. Mean, some people just go, oh yeah, I learned it. I okay, and this is not saying anything about any brewers or anything like that. It just comes down to sometimes when they take that trip. How was the trip? Oh man, I was oof. I, uh, I was drinking. Yeah. But I love the fact that it was oh, a learning he learned. experience. No. Oh god, he How learned. was the trip? Oh, I learned a lot. I learned yeah, a lot. That's awesome. And he just starts naming every place that he was going and then yeah. what he learned. So if you're there guys, I say get the Irish Red. Try that season desist and their staple. I really did dig a lot. The hell yeah. The hell yeah is awesome. I love having a question and an answer right back. Oh, next yeah. to each other. Yeah, those That's are awesome. That. Oh, and uh, the question shirt is mm-hmm. amazing. I love that question shirt. Uh, guys, yeah, if you are taking a trip to Dunedin, it really is not a far, far drive. No. It's not, actually. What no. am I saying? It's really not. Yeah. Nudge, well, nudge. I actually it's didn't there. even notice that there was a differentiation between Dunedin and Okay, there Palm you go. Like, so good. So take it from me. This was my first time there. I drove in. You know, you go into the greater Tampa area. To me, it all seems like they're a little bit mixed together. Yeah, So it's like driving a little bit further. Yeah. Ten minutes. Like, uh, he reiterated the point at the end there. He's like, we want people to come here. Like, the thing we want is is we want to show people our beer. We want to teach people about what we make. And, hell, man, like, we were invited there, and and we were just so happy to be there. So I I think everybody, just like I say every week, go try it out. Go try it out. Uh, I like the fact also... You are in the middle of where Saint Somewhere is. Oh yeah, north right there, yeah. and then you are you're also right there where Dunedin is. So, yeah. uh, guys, yeah, check them out. Check them out. You you heard the conversation. It is it is rad. These guys want to talk to you, and they're yeah. really good guys. Their really whole guys. their whole motivation, and, and Clinton said this. It's actually a quote. Like we're here because of them. We're here because of our patrons. Yep. And so. That should tell you that when you go in there, you are a guest in their house, yep. and they're going to take care of you. And that's the, the second when they open the door. That's how I felt. Yeah. So, yeah, you guys are rad. We'll trust me. We'll be back, and uh, yeah, we're going to take you up on an offer. If you if you guys will have us back, we would love to be there. So sweet. Yeah, we want to learn more. So yeah, um, yeah, that was awesome. You guys know about October seventh. What is it again? I'm kidding. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> so uh, definitely check us out at the uh, Central Florida Top Brewer. Uh, beer festival we will be there october 7th but you'll definitely again we're on facebook we're on instagram you will see a lot of stuff posted about it because now i get to judge your beers that's 23 beers man that's gonna be awesome oy vey we're gonna have so much fun yeah, we're gonna we have are. our shirts there we're gonna have our yeah. stuff there yeah so come hang out with us you'll probably get to see quain after he's had 23 beers that's not a good idea that's gonna be awesome <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no it's gonna be awesome it's gonna be so rad uh yeah please uh, it's it's and you know what the weather's gonna start getting nicer. It's gonna be I nice. I love that. Yep. So let's get the, the nicer weather out there. Uh, and also, I will be posting some of the ingredients, some of the grains, some of the hops that you're gonna be getting from these brewers. Kind of showcase, spotlight some of them, and uh, give them love. Again, new brewers are gonna be part of this. It's gonna be sweet, dude. I can't wait. Yeah. I can't wait. Yeah. Just to see what Doug Meyer comes up with. That tactical is gonna be funny. So he's got he's always crazy with that brain. I love it. I love it. Um, welcome back again. So good to be back. Yeah, right? Yeah. So as long as uh, Hurricane Maria doesn't fuck with us, 
Uh, We're back on schedule. We are back on schedule. So, uh, yeah, it's been crazy. Hop On has been amazing. So, guys, thank you for making this little business run. Get it? It's a bus, so it runs. Uh, So, Hop On Central Florida Brewery Tours. You can go on hopon.tours to check us out. And, uh, yeah, it's been taking up some good time, precious time. And uh, But this podcast is not going anywhere. We promised you guys 52 weeks, 52 breweries. Fuck that. We are going to every brewery in Florida now. So <laughs> we that's it. We are we are yours. We are yours. So uh and a lot more to come. A lot more to come. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet dude. Alright. So as ever, special thanks. Yeah. To Sad Myth. Always uh doing that music upright and uh you can have a hope I hope the audio on this is good. <laughs> yeah, sorry, good. buddy. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna have to do that. Uh, you know, uh, you one actually, microphone, you know two people. Yeah, so we should paint a picture. In this interview, we were all just hanging out. Like it was the really four of us was. were around the it table, was. and uh, Dakota and Clinton shared a mic. So sorry if the audio wasn't up to your. But you uh, could standards. hear it. You could hear it. Yeah. Sorry, I sound louder than them. Nobody wants to hear that. Um, <laughs> also, with so much love in my heart, Jillian Quain, you're rad. Jeff Brennan. Yo, buddy. You're my man. <laughs> I love it. Uh, and guys, uh, again, this is this is rad. This is awesome. You, you're making this happen for us, so keep it up. We're, we're here for you. All right. Kind of like what they say, like the quote from Clinton, you know, if it wasn't for you. So yeah, we're here, we're here because you. of them. Yeah. I love right. that. All love right. you guys. We'll see you next week. All right. 